<laughs> Tell me more about your therapy voice and how it contrasts with your actual voice. Okay, so my actual voice is like this, uh-huh. you know? Mm-hmm. And then in therapy, it's more of a, well, okay, so, you know, let's look at that differently. Mm. There's lots of pauses, elongated uh-huh. syllables. I feel fantastic, and I never felt as good as how I do right now. Except for maybe when I think about how I felt that day, when I felt the way that I do right now, right now. I feel fantastic, and I never felt as good as how I do right now. Except for maybe when I think about how I felt that day, when I felt the way that I do right now, right now, right now. Do you want to do your uh, introduce us for a little bit? Yeah. So. This is our first Mental Health Moment podcast. <laughs> oh my gosh. And I am Emily. And I'm Laura. And we are really excited. Yeah, we are. We're super excited. So today we thought we'd start out by just talking about how do you know when you need therapy? Oh gosh. Because yes. there's a lot of stuff going on in your life. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's time to consider therapy. And uh, maybe you get fooled because when you Google, when should you go to therapy, it gives you really vague answers back. Um, Are you speaking from personal? I I sure am. uh, Because I decided to give therapy a go this year. uh, And it was kind of a process. I I wanted to share a little story about how I texted my sister. Actually, it was almost a year ago. That's crazy. Wow. Um, And I... Full circle. Full circle. um, And I said to my sister, who I guess I won't like name in case she is opposed to this. G-Funk. I could call her G-Funk. I absolutely could. I just feel like that came really naturally to you, and I wonder if you've been harboring that for a minute about my sister, but, like, probably not. <laughs> Maybe secretly. <laughs> like, Maybe secretly. G-Funk. Um, <laughs> so G-Funk, I texted, and I said, question, how do you know when you are stressed enough to warrant some therapy? I get stressed and then super anxious off and on throughout the year, but it's usually only at night. Parentheses. Weird. <laughs> um... <laughs> If it seeps into the daytime, then I hit up some Brene Brown, who is basically, like, a goddess. She's yes. incredible. Yes. Um, yes, she is. Seminars, and then I get some help that way. I don't like strangers knowing my business, foreshadowing, and I don't... <laughs> dun, dun, dun. And I don't want some therapist to make me feel worse than I am, if that makes sense. It does make sense, and it's an issue. <laughs> so... <laughs> So I resist the hell out of therapy. That was not just a statement. That was a prophecy that absolutely came true. I do resist the hell out of therapy. So how do you know when it's time to suck it up and go? Now, is this what you texted your sister last year? This is what I texted her a year ago. And it's funny because I still feel that way all the time. Like therapy is still a chore. Actually, I'm not currently going, but I'm glad that I went. It's just that, you know, you need breaks and things. And it's important to know where you're at, where your limits are at, and so on and so forth. And she gave me some good tips on how it's about, it's not about being like damaged goods Mm -hmm. or being too crazy to function, because I actually still functioned well during this time. I just was a stress case, but it was like a secret stress case. So Mm -hmm. people didn't necessarily know that I was a (laughs) stress, well, people knew, but like not as much as they thought they knew. Maybe not the outer people, maybe like your innermost circle. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Innermost circle. And they were like, oh, girlfriend. Mm. Oh, yeah. And like the lack of sleep. I have a real problem sleeping. So Mm -hmm. that was a thing. So then I kind of texted her and she gave me some recommendations. Um, But it was mostly about what was the thing that was so funny? 
Oh, I was telling you about this. This was the visual that got me hooked, like thinking that maybe it's time for therapy. Okay. So there's a meme. I out. love visuals. <laughs> it's a good visual. Yes. Let's hear there, it. There's like a meme out on the internet of like a dog. The interwebs. The interwebs sitting on a couch and there are flames all around him because his house is on fire and he has this really <laughs> like simple look on his face and a like, you know, word bubble that says, this is fine. Everything's fine. And it's huh. just like super denial and ignoring the problems. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh my gosh, it's so funny because that's my life. And then underneath that visual was like living with anxiety. And I was like, oh, I guess I have anxiety. It's a I, thing. <laughs> it's a thing. It's a it turns thing. out. <laughs> and that was what sealed it for me because I was like, oh, apparently I don't have to live like I'm on fire all of the time. It's or your possible. house is on fire. Or my house is on fire. Right. And I'm just like pretending it's cool, but really it's not. So yes. When people sign up for therapy with you, uh-huh. is there a similar discussion about like, hey, like I'm not crazy, but... Yeah, I think um, that phrase actually is spoken quite a bit in my office. Um, multiple people come in and they are like, okay, I will you tell me if I'm crazy? Um, and they'll just straight up ask that. And 99.9% of the time I can be like, dude, no. that's not crazy. Yeah. You got some stressors going on, and and with those stressors, I mean, like point zero one percent that I'm like, okay, we got to look at some stuff, you know. Um, But even that is some really good insight for both of us, and we can kind of figure out a route to go to help people kind of find what's going to work for them to Mm -hmm. manage their lives. And so the majority of the time when people come in, you know, that question is posed. Am I crazy? Mm-hmm. And after talking about different things going on, like their film, like they're just like, can't live in the moment. They're so stressed about what's going to happen or what has happened. Mm-hmm. Um, or they're sad all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, those are really intense things, mm-hmm. but they're things that we can fix with right. therapy. With working on it. Mm-hmm. It just is a weird process because... yes. It feels like, and I, I'm very biased and like, you know, you, I, I tease also, but it kind of feels like the same people who are like, yeah, therapy are also like, yeah, and like I make my own like, you know, grains in my backyard and like I do yoga for like eight hours a day and like me and Buddha have like personally shaken hands and whatnot and like uh-huh. I'm just one with the universe and it just kind of feels like, okay, no one really has time for that. That doesn't feel like a real person problem or a real person thing. It feels like a, like a hippy dippy nonsense mm. thing or something only for crazy people, which I think is uh, a false dichotomy because it's not just crazy people or hippy dippies. Probably everyone could benefit from a little bit of therapy. Pretty much. Right. Yeah. I think yeah. um, when I was working in a clinic with a lot of court-ordered individuals, mm-hmm. um, you know, they'd come in and they wouldn't really see a problem with how they were, were doing things. Oh. Um, a lot of times there was blame placed on the judge, blame placed on the system, etc. But if we could hone in on what could they want better in their life? Hmm. Everyone has something. Everyone has something that they can make better in their life. You know, whether it's, (laughs) right? Yeah. 
okay, well, I want to do what I have to do to get the judge out of my life, Mm -hmm. or I want to sleep better, or I don't want to be so nervous every single time I wake up. Yeah. Or I want to feel like showering. That's critical. Actually, that really makes a lot of sense that you say that. I didn't think about that. If in the context of, I'm, it's not that there's a negative, like I am broken, therefore I must go to mm-hmm. therapy, but I would like to be better. That's more of a positive take. Um, yeah. My poor therapist, bless his heart, is always trying to tell me uh, to be carrot oriented, not stick oriented. Oh, interesting. And for a while I was like, what? You're just saying some words at me, but that doesn't make any sense. So, you know, like, what are you talking about? Because, of course, everybody has things that they don't want or that they don't like about themselves or that they'd like to fix. But mm-hmm. it sometimes is not productive to do only sticks because there's always a stick for everything. If you if you wait until something feels like there's no sticks involved, you'll just never do anything. You can get, like, paralysis because there's always an angle Mm-hmm. That is a negative. There's always something that's a downside to everything. Yes. But if you focus more on like, well, what do I want? Then you can sometimes get unstuck because you're working towards something, not running away from something. Uh-huh. And then you can make a difficult decision because a lot of times people, I feel like I don't want to do things because I'm like, oh, well, there's like one downside. And it's like, okay, but there's like really nine side downsides by not doing anything. Mm-hmm. So by not choosing, you're making a choice. Mm-hmm. So it would be exactly. better just to choose what you want and go after it. One downside, be damned. Like you, sometimes it's about doing it that way and right. accepting that there's sometimes you can't be perfect all of the time, you know? Right. And, and I think that the other thing that, um, I really want people to know is that we as therapists know it takes great courage and bravery to sit on that side of the couch. Yeah. Um, and if you go into a situation with a therapist and, you know, that first meeting is really critical because you kind of have to, you just really have to feel it out and make sure it's going to be a good fit for both of you, Mm -hmm. you know, and, um, the therapist should be trained in what you are needing Mm -hmm. is a big one. Um, Hmm. And you should also feel safe. Huh. Safety can come. It doesn't always come immediately, but down, you know, within a few sessions, you should be able to be like, okay, I can really tell them stuff yeah. and not really worry about them oh. being a jerk back or something. Right. Because therapy needs to be people's safe space. Ooh. And I work with a lot of individuals who, you know, are, are kind of in this zone where They've worked through a lot of really hard stressors. They've gained a lot of coping skills. Mm -hmm. And now they're more in a maintenance phase where they really just need that safe space once a month, once every couple months to just check in and make sure that they're still doing things to keep themselves on track to live to their fullest potential. That's really interesting because because I'm a lay person, right? So I don't do this. This Mm -hmm. isn't part of my life. And it is funny how you, even now, after I've already done therapy really well and really liked my therapist, you start to forget some of those old instincts that you had at the very beginning Mm -hmm. where you're kind of, you're really nervous. And like, I was still nervous a couple times. And actually I should take that back. A little part of me is always nervous all of the time. So like, I can't just use that as the only measuring stick of like, whether or not something's a good fit. Because if I, again, if, if you're going to look at all the sticks, uh-huh. there's always going to be that stick. It's always going to be there. 
But it is a matter of like feeling really safe. I actually thought it was weird that Therapy? I felt safe. Uh, no, oh, like I was like, safe. I had like a really. Uh, He's a sneaky little bastard, that, that guy. Uh, um, so Dang he's therapist. so good at making, tricking me into a, uh, an actual sense of security. I was going to say a false sense of security, but it's an actual real one. <laughs> oh. um, really quickly lured me in. And then after I was done, I was like, wait, what did you just say out loud to, a, to another person? Like, that's mm. crazy. And then I, but then I was like, you should try again. (laughs) You should see what happens. Mm -hmm. And it was kind of funny. I I distinctly now remember, like you kind of just reminded me the first couple times being kind of like, why does this feel so safe? I don't know who this person is. He could like fight dogs in his spare time. I don't know. I mean, I don't think he does. (laughs) Like for all we know, like. I don't know anything about this person. And you never learn facts about the, you don't learn. Well, you don't learn. It's not that you never learn anything about your therapist, but you just don't learn a ton. Mm-hmm. But it is kind of weird. That sense of safety, you guys are tricky. <laughs> you guys are so tricky. Like, oh, yeah, we're going to make sure this is a safe space. Like, ooh, weird. Because usually it takes time and trust. Right. Like, a lot right. of, like, reciproc- you know, reciprocation with, well, you tell me something vulnerable, I'll tell you something vulnerable. Kind of like. Right. Well, but I also think that that's kind of just that you know, when people go into therapy, they do have their assumptions and, and kind of their beliefs on how it should go. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's not an accurate, um, perception (laughs) because you've seen lots of movies Mm -hmm. or you've heard people's really bad therapy experiences that you're like, wait, what, what happened? Um, that being said, when you meet with the right therapist and you can kind of get into this groove and feel safe enough to talk like that. I think that means that's a good fit for you. Yeah. You know, have you ever perceived as the therapist that it wasn't going to be a good fit, but it wasn't because like you did anything wrong or they did anything wrong. It was just something about it. You knew that there was not going to be a proper chemistry. Has that happened to you? Yeah. And it's happened, um, a few times. And I think that, you know, as much as I want to be that, I'm going to be the therapist for everybody and be able to make everybody's needs like be met and happy and unicorns. Um, (laughs) you know, there is just that basic personality clashes, Yeah, you know, and, and maybe my modality and own way of doing things is not how somebody else needs to approach things. And so... And therapy and life. And so, um, and I think that's just a great strength that it's just so nice that there's so many different people out there mm-hmm. with so many different talents. So if you do meet with your therapist and you just don't feel a good connection and um, try somebody else. Yeah. You know, that's, I hear from a lot of people who have tried different therapists and they were like, I just, I didn't feel comfortable or mm-hmm. I didn't feel safe or I felt shamed or any of, and those are not good experiences like therapy can be awesome right it can be really hard Mm -hmm. and it's a very brave thing to do yeah because you got to look at your stuff right but you got to make sure yes in depth (laughs) whether you're like oh gosh (laughs) well i don't want to talk okay we're talking about this (laughs) yeah Yeah. but uh yeah you just got to make sure it's a good fit for you both that's a weird can I... Okay, sorry. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I, I want to ask another question about that. Um, okay, but 
how do you know because this is a thing again like lay people because this makes sense to you because you're right. consistently on one side of it where you're mm -hmm. like you've seen it a lot of variation for most people they haven't tried a lot of therapists before mm -hmm. like that's a weird thing and well it it's a lot for people i have so many friends who are who have tried a couple therapists and are not currently in therapy and they have you know they have some stuff i even have some friends who probably have some pretty traumatic things that they should work out they really should go to therapy um not because they're crazy or bad like we said but like because it would be helpful for them right yeah but uh they try a couple people and there's always like this feeling of it's not that the therapist didn't make them feel safe it's just that it started to feel really overwhelming and like kind of embarrassing hmm. does that make sense yeah how do you know if that like that's probably an okay thing to feel because therapy is a lot and it shouldn't just be like a walk in the park every time, right? Right. Because, I mean, the reason you're in therapy is to figure out what's going on and how you can make it better. Right. And so I, when I meet with people, I give them this analogy of, okay, so you have this cut on your hand, mm -hmm. right? And we're going to get graphic and if you feel pukey, let me know. But um, So you have this cut on your hand and uh -huh. it's kind of deep, but you just slap this band-aid on it and you're like, dude, I'm, I'm good. Yeah. I'm fine. You know, the house is on fire, fire. behind you, right? but, you're but fine. I'm good. I got a band-aid uh -huh. and it's the name brand band-aid and it maybe has Spider-Man on it. So mm -hmm. I'm good. Yeah. Um, but what happens is you try to ignore it and you don't really take care of it. Mm -hmm. And so what happens? Mm -hmm. It festers it's nasty. Oh, like it's gross. Yep. And so you got some stuff in there. Right. Some MRSA. Mm -hmm. Yep. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we know about that MRSA. We sure mm -hmm. do. We've got some experience. So, um, <clears throat> therapy, when you go in and you start talking about some really hard stuff, it's like taking off that band aid. And the only way you're going to get better is if you kind of have, you have to deal with the pain and look at the pain right. and clean it out yeah. and really figure out like, oh, this is painful and this is uncomfortable, but I'm in this because I want to feel it. better. Right. And I think it's really normal, especially for people who's, who are dealing with high levels of stress or traumatic situations mm -hmm. to feel that, oh, this is a lot. Yeah. But I also think that it's important that they relate to their therapist, mm -hmm. that they feel it's a lot. Yeah. Because, you know, therapists, humans too, and we can't always, like, pick up on, oh, you're super overwhelmed right now, you know? Because people are super great at disguising oh my gosh, being Emily. overwhelmed. Yeah. And so if you can be like, <laughs> oh, this is a lot, and then it's like, okay. And then we can work on distress tolerance stuff and yeah. all that. Oh my gosh, you just like hit the nail on the head a little bit because that is the number one. You're you're like putting words to something that I feel like a lot of my friends have told me about, and a lot of things like something I've experienced, yeah. where it's like, oh, this is actually a crazy amount of stress for me. So much so that I feel weird saying it in a way where, because sometimes because it's a safe place, it kind of feels like it's like not a big deal or like oh everything's. <laughs> It's, it's almost like sometimes it feels like the therapy space is also telling you everything's fine, even though it's like, no, this is the fire. I'm directing you to the fire. We're like talking right. about the flames right now. Right. Um, I'm handing yeah. you the fire extinguisher. Right. Like, we're going in there together. So can we address this as, but like, obviously it'd be really weird if the therapists were like panicking with you. That'd be really, that'd be scary too. <laughs> so like, like, I don't know what to do. <gasps> You're right. You are on fire. That's crazy. Um, there so, is a lot. I'm there's a lot with you. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, you don't so, want your therapist to say that. No, you really don't. So I, I kind of get like it's supposed to be 
you have to probably respond in like a calm way. But I feel like sometimes that's something my friends have said a lot is that they feel like therapy just got overwhelming because not only did they feel really intense about it, but they were frightened of the calm back. Like that, oh, this actually has a possible solution, but it's going to be really painful. And I would rather just like not go further into the pain. I'd rather just like retreat and like Mm -hmm. just not do it because it's actually a lot. Um, but I guess the the takeaway is that that's not a sign that your therapist is bad. Right. That's a sign that like, oh, therapy is working. <laughs> yes. And it is, you know, yeah. uncomfortable. You cannot grow if you stay comfortable. Yeah. And so you got to get uncomfortable in order to shake things up enough <sighs> to figure out how you want to do things better. Damn it. Yeah. 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 Which is the super uncomfortable, like, part of it. But... I think, you know, that take home message is things can be better. Yeah. That's you know? the big takeaway. Right. Is, it can be better. you know, if you feel like you're trying to justify everything's fine, you either have that Spider-Man bandaid on that you're hiding. Right. This gross thing or your house is on fire behind you and you're thinking, oh, I just got to get it together. If that's going on, mm-hmm. try therapy. Yeah. Is it weird that a lot of the other big hangup that I feel like a lot of my friends say is, okay, we have like all the privilege, like all of it, pretty Mm -hmm. much. We're in America. We're middle-class people. America. America. Right. We're just like doing pretty well compared to how a lot of people in the world have to live. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, I mean, why would we, why do we get to go to therapy? Like it's, we kind of feel stupid about it because we have every reason to be happy. We have every reason to not feel this stress. And I know that's kind of, it, it kind of like makes light of the fact that life is kind of stressful and hard and people can develop also like the mental health condition called anxiety. Like that's a real thing, mm-hmm. but it definitely, it's a big hang up for it. I feel like a lot of people is to think, oh, this is too stupid to go to therapy. They're going to tell me like, you're fine. Mm. Like that's a big fear. What do you think about that? I think that's a very normal fear that a lot of people express. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also think that because we live in a privileged society and mm-hmm. we do have a lot of things going for us, it's up to us to get our stuff figured out so that we can help others. Oh my gosh. Perfect. I love that so, so much, Emily. Because <laughs> like, that's, that's kind of what I ended up writing to myself after I like sat with, the, you know, tried to work that out of my head a little bit. Yeah. That's exactly it. You can't yeah. help other people if nope. you are so, you Just know. in a negative headspace. Or, yeah. you know, if you aren't really getting your stuff together like you want. Right. Then you're no good to anybody else. You're not being, that's you not know? productive. Right. And so, if anything, it, you should look at it as like an altruistic endeavor. Like, well, if you can work through your nonsense, you're better able to help have proper empathy. Because uh-huh. that's true too, right? You yep. can't... It's like a, people always say, it's like the masks that come down in the airplane. Like, you have to put on your own mask before you can help others. Yeah. Kind of situation. Mm-hmm. You can't help people if you're so busy trying to, like, ignore your own fires. You know, that whatever. Right. Yes. I like that a lot. So there we go. Yeah. So our take-home messages for today, try therapy. Basically, yeah. All right. It won't hurt. And <laughs> well, I mean, not immediately. Altruistic. <laughs> like it won't hurt. Like right. it'll hurt probably later, but it'll be fine. You'll you'll live. <laughs> like it'll be okay. And you can always follow us on Facebook at Mental Health Moment. Mm-hmm. And our website is coming soon. We'll it's under construction. Uh huh. <laughs> 
But please join us weekly for these mental health moment discussions. So, from me and Lara, we'll see you next week. See you next week. Fantastic, and I never felt as good as how I do right now. Except for maybe when I think about I felt that day when I felt the way that I do right now. Right now, I feel fantastic, and I never felt as good as how I do right now. Except for maybe when I think about I felt that day when I felt the way that I do right now. Right now, right now.